0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Media Snack Meets. Joining me on today's episode is Adam Benaroya, the director of global media capabilities and operations at Johnson and Johnson. Hi,
1: Tom. Looking forward to being here. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello ladies you, gentlemen. Where are you? There
2: you are. Welcome to Media Snack Meets where we get to meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire success and drive change through the global media and marketing industry. Because the best are short on time, we ask just six questions in 15 minutes. We get to learn what is behind the success, what it takes to make change in the industry, and what the rest of us can learn from that experience. Please subscribe to get alerts of all upcoming guest episodes
1: hey Adam hi Tom how are you doing
0: good good really good to see you thank you so much for joining us of course um, nice to you too. so as loyal viewers of media snap makes no we, we ask you six questions in 15 minutes or less um, and uh, I'm look, looking forward to do this I really, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, yeah. so let's just kick straight off into quick question one so for those who don't know you just a little explanation of your role now because you've been at J&J over a year I think now or up yeah. a year um, and something in your career either at J&J and what you've achieved in the last year or previously that you're that you're most proud of
1: yeah yeah it's a add a little color to your intro um, yeah I've been for you know just actually under a year I'll be a, a year in August and I, I lead the global media capabilities and operations group which is part of a, a larger consumer experience organization across all facets of, of that experience um, and kind of the you know the two big categories that the team is responsible for. One is a bit of the legacy of the team. You know, before I came in, around so our overall global media partnerships. So you know, your obvious partners like Google and Amazon, Trade Desk, Meta. Those key global relationships are managed by my team, as well as the global agency relationship. Um, we partner closely with IPG and J Three within the group. And then the, you know, the second category, which is a bit of the, the newer remit from the team and part of the rationale for you know, the investment in this new team over the last year has been to build us up as more of a you know, centralized um, you know, center of excellence. So we have specialist leads for programmatic search, social, commerce, media, brand safety, who are really, you know, as a team, we're now able to partner in a much you know more specialized fashion with our regions and with our local brands to build out those programs and those respective capabilities um, and, you know, overall best practice. Um, So, yeah, what I'm most proud of, you know, I'll kind of just base it off of my latest experience, you know, just having the opportunity to build out this this new team. Um, We're all here now actually within the last, you know, week or so. Um, So it's, you know, an exciting time for us and going into, you know, for those on the, you know, who are watching, who are having seeing that work that Johnson and Johnson is separating in the next year and a half into two separate companies, not just building this team, but building it in the future of what consumer health as a, you know, separate organization for Johnson and Johnson um, will mean. So it's just a lot of uh, opportunity to build that new vision together.
0: That's really good. Yeah, I know there's a lot going on uh, within the within the company, and it's nice to hear a, you know a director of media capabilities say that they've got the capabilities. You know, a lot, a lot of people have still got a lot of gaps uh, in the capabilities. So I, I really like your story. Um, and well, at IDComs, as you know, we've got a lot of Hartford for Johnson Johnson. Um, we were involved in the in the pitch. I think it's 2016, was it? I think um, that resulted in the. In the j3 IPG uh, relationship there, so I right. was very pleased to see how you know how that's evolved as well, so that's good um, yeah. good, thank you for that. so you've been in media a little while, so question number two so what what for you is the best thing or things about working in media because you get a very broad perspective from your position now looking at both capabilities and the operations
1: yeah. Yeah, you know, I think a little bit of my my background. I started off agency side, leading an analytics group um, prior to Johnson Johnson. I spent a you know, phase of my career with HP, as HP actually was splitting into two organizations, and you know, had the the BW Tech experience. Now, you know, more you know, firmly in in consumer, um, and I think I what I've loved about that spectrum all within some facet of media is just and maybe a bit of a cliche but it's just such a dynamic atmosphere of what is an ever-changing landscape of, of capabilities and being able to experience it from different vantage points across different industries different functions um it's just it's always an exciting place to be you know working with smart people tackling the you know new challenges that come up with as new capabilities are built and you know obviously a bit now it's around privacy and consumer perception and the implications for the industry off of that. But yeah, I think there's no loss for interesting areas to explore and just working with diverse perspectives of where we want to take this industry across you know, agencies, marketers, publishers, tech, et cetera.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we observe, as you probably know, on MediaSnap, we observe a lot that, you know, the role of the media director has changed uh, over the years and and touching so many parts of the organization i mean you can there's a risk you can kind of get spread a bit thin so it's it's, it's tricky sometimes in those roles isn't it just, just really keep uh keep the focus and
1: you know just keep the momentum of media because there's so much yeah to keep on top I, of all the time no i mean absolutely it's probably a conversation we have to some level every day of we have too many you know there's too many options for priorities that we could focus our time on and how can we be really purposeful on which ones we need to get done now because yeah. um, otherwise, to your point, it very easily can get spread too thin and dilute whatever impact we're able to drive.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it leads us nicely to question three, which is just really about the challenges you, that you see. I mean, we hear a lot, obviously, is you know, just keeping on top of the change is one thing. But for, so from your role, you've been a year in now, you've got an understanding of the, the business and, and what you're trying to do with media in Johnson Johnson. So. What do you see on a a wider scale what do you see the biggest challenges that we're facing as an industry
1: yeah i mean i'll I'll touch on one that probably is common to to everyone of you know what's top of mind just around the you know the new privacy landscape the deprecation of third-party cookies and how everyone is is prepping for what we expect the future to look like in the the next couple years i'll actually take a slightly different spin on it you know obviously that that topic itself is a priority for us as it is for everyone and we have a pretty And now you know coming into the to the role obviously a lot of this had been built out by by the legacy team and you know really deep roadmap on how we're testing new id solutions how we're building deeper retail and second party relationships um and obviously how we're thinking about our direct customer and consumer engagement and building our own opportunities for for first party data first party relationships um and that's all clearly important but my you know my concern and you know question for the industry is it feels like sometimes we're so focused on how can we rebuild what we've had in the past and as opposed to focusing a bit more on what got us here and what do we have the opportunity to really start from scratch and yeah of course you know i think there's a role for these new id solutions in the future but are they going you know my question always is are they going to be a year, 5 years, 10 years down the line something that the consumers Think is an improvement, you know, from a privacy standpoint. Is it improving their overall experience? And even from a you know creative and creative format standpoint, can we spend more time as a media, you know, industry on what are those new formats that are actually going to improve the advertising experience? And you know, I would love to use this opportunity to kind of start some things from scratch versus trying to carry you know fix and carry over what we've had in the past. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like that is as much of a conversation right now as it is just, you know, figuring out what those replacement opportunities are going to be. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like I said, it's not, it's not an either, or, but I just would like to see that a bit more at the forefront of the conversation. Yeah, I love, I love that. I, and uh, you know,
0: that that's a you've given us a good topic for a future media snack as well, though, cause it, that's lots of discussion that we've been having just concerns that you, you know, you move from one challenge to the next. So it's, it's a solution, but just a bit of a fix really rather than, yeah. you know, us as an industry really tackling a, a the, the bigger question, which is what's the right thing to do, um, very good. So uh, on to next. So I'm always fascinated by this question, leadership advice. So it's typically something that either that somebody said to you or shared with you over the years that you just you know keep in in mind, um, or something to which you know you give to your teams that you think is really helpful
1: yeah i i you know, think of one that was very early on in my career from a you know a manager during a you know performance conversation and you know he he said something to the effect of yeah you know, at, at some point you need to think about not just how you're improving or fixing your supposed weaknesses but really maximizing the impact of your strengths and you know for 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 me personally like some of the feedback I got very early on in my career was as a you know, self-proclaimed introvert you know oftentimes the feedback was where i needed to speak up more or be more present in conversations and obviously i've taken that to heart and you know figured out how to um you know get more comfortable to you know have that mindset coming into you know larger conversations but at the same time i think what i've taken you know from that piece of feedback what i've really taken from that is focusing on the positives of what you know that predis you know predisposition can can bring to a team to an organization and you know, obviously, you know, thinking about just active listening and, you know, hearing and consolidating ideas and focusing more on one-on-one or, you know, written communications as a follow-up. So for me, that, you know, that was a helpful reframe on, of course, you want to, you know, make sure that, you know, feel like you're making progress on, on your shortcomings, but finding opportunities that can really maximize what you're just naturally good at. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, for me and something that I, you know, obviously like it's talk to my team about is, yeah, just using that mindset to restate, you know, what you are individually able to bring without, you know, harping too much on what you know maybe will always be a you know preconceived weakness of yours. Yeah,
0: I, I think that's so good. And I, I, if you don't mind, I'll build on that because I I say the same thing to teams as well. Is self awareness is really really helpful. You know, mm-hmm. same to my kids. You know, and that doesn't that's not an egotistical thing. It's just exactly as you described, it's just really understanding what you're good at and acknowledging that not everybody's the good at the same things. Right. Uh, and then as you build teams, you need a good compliment. And as a, a self-proclaimed introvert as well, you need you need introverts in your business, people that can yeah. listen, really listen uh, and not just say things. Uh, so good. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so outside of very consuming role that you have at Johnson Johnson, where would we find you relaxing? What what do you do to get away from media, recharge?
1: Yeah, there, you know, there, there's a couple. I've I've always you know been into to travel. You know, myself and with my wife, kind of any type of outdoorsy, adventure type activity. Um, you know, are definitely focal points of where I like to travel and what I, what I like to do. Norway, New Zealand were some really fun personal trips that I you know, had been on. So, looking forward to getting you know a bit more into that. And you know, I don't, other spectrum music has always kind of been a a cornerstone of of my life from playing, you know, instruments from a young age all the way up until now writing music when I can going to concerts. Um, so kind of, you know, a, a mix of all that between COVID and having two kids during COVID haven't had a chance to do as much of that recently as, uh, as I would like, but, you know, definitely, you know, seeing the, Seeing that opportunity coming back, yeah, as the kids get a little bit older and um, you're yeah, getting back into that, so couple, couple, yeah,
0: good. I didn't know you played music. We will have to talk more about that another time. Uh, good. So just finally, um, you know, we talked about obviously really exciting parts of the industry, which we which we love, and some of the challenges that we're facing. Fast forward a year from now. Final question: uh, You know, what would what change would you like to see in, in the industry, or your kind of hopes for the year ahead?
1: I mean, I'll, I'll add on top of you know, some of the topics I, I had shared. I think another area that I'm really excited to see get some traction in, in industry conversation is around what the media industry can do around sustainability, around DE&I. And I think you know, as J&J and as a media team within J&J, we're in the midst of trying to define like what is our remit, you know, our our role in those conversations, our role in hopefully driving some positive progress. but. I'm just excited about this in general because unlike other topics, other ways that media is portrayed in in the world, I think this is a real opportunity off of the power of that media investment on what real positive progress we can put that towards. So I think there's a couple of specific initiatives within there that you know might be some of the early ways that we tackle that, whether it's around, you know, thinking about our our media targeting and How do we manage unintentional bias in our you know ai machine learning based targeting from a sustainability standpoint i know you know other groups are talking about how to evaluate the carbon emissions that are are coming off of media buying itself and how we can be more proactive at at um at reducing that down so i think there's you know it's very early stage obviously but just knowing that this is you know feels real that it's becoming a focal point of where the you know where the industry wants to talk that I'm excited to figure out how we can actively participate in that too. Very good, Adam Benaroya. Thank you very much. Thanks.
2: Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. Subscribe to the Media Snack channel, where you will also find previous guests, including leading marketing executives from companies like P and G, Uber, LVMH, Mars, IKEA, and many more. Plus, some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders, such as Belinda Smith, Sir Martin Sorrell, Wendy Clark, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Professor Mark Ritson. You can also get alerts to hear about upcoming new guests. If you liked this episode and think someone else would, then please share it. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time.